I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back here again for another week's episode of the Strap Season Podcast. This is episode 42. I'm your host, Cam. I'm your host, Flows. And just before we kick off proceedings, the usual message, make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast streams. We're on all of them, literally. Um, just check out the link in our bio on Instagram or on Twitter, and that can take you to all of our links. Um, but yeah. How you been? How you been, man? Weather's been wonderful this weekend. Yeah, hey, he was killing me, man. <laughs> oh, you, you still have that? Grow up, man. Grow oh, up, man. How, man. How you getting beat up by grass? Hey, if he was killing me. Grow up. <laughs> but yeah, man, we get outside. Weather's lovely. Um, got to try and take in as much days as we can before we the inevitable happens without sounding pessimistic. Oh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, um, some boxing. Keep us busy once again. Mm-hmm. Um... There was a home card. There was a matchroom card yesterday. Yes. Uh, Lewis Ritson versus um, Pence, Ponce. Ponce. Yeah, Jeremiah Ponce. 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 Jeremiah yeah. Ponce. Um, <laughs> it was something like a broken record now, aren't we, Flores? Um <laughs> These home fighters keep getting upset by these Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Ponce, again. Ponce's Argentinian, I think. Oh, he's Ar- Oh, my bad. Yeah, well, South Americans still. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Don't go to me. Don't go to me. I beg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's sounds attendant. Okay. Yeah. yeah, similar, I guess. But yeah. Um, yeah, man. Um, another upset. That's what, what can we say? Um, well, well, to us, not an upset. Yeah. Not an upset I, at I, all. Whatsoever. I know exactly what, know exactly what you're going to say there. Um, an upset for people, but going off Ritson's last performance, most certainly not upset. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure you agree as well, right? Yeah, going off. Ritson in general. I mean, we've, yeah. we've said we don't really rate rate him like at all. He doesn't. He doesn't even rate himself, to be honest. Um, it's true. Yeah, he, he doesn't. doesn't. He doesn't. I've, I've been listening to his interviews, and he's bare pessimistic. He degrades himself. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, at all. Yeah, he doesn't. He's very self-deprecating, isn't he? He's openly saying that. Ah, oh, you guys want me to get beaten up by Josh Taylor by making me mandatory. <laughs> he wants Josh Taylor to vacate before he. <laughs> oh man! But fair play to him. But be brutally honest. <laughs> yeah, about his what, own ability. What, what were your thoughts on the fight? If you, yeah, break it down. Like, what, what, what were your thoughts on on the fight yesterday? Um, yeah, so going into obviously, we, we alluded to Ritson's last fight, which was the Miguel Vasquez fight, which I think he lost you know, every round, lost every round, and somehow got the decision. Um, which everyone involved, his promoter Eddie Hearn, was shocked at. Sky Sports, Adam Smith, the head of boxing there, was disappointed that it caused a quite an uproar because everyone was shocked by the decision. And I think that was the, the famous fight where we saw one of the judges on their phone <laughs> in the middle of well, the round. We found out later that it actually wasn't his phone, but for time, obviously. I still <laughs> think it was his phone, bro. <laughs> I don't care. I... One, one of the funniest images I've ever seen in my life, I swear. In the, <laughs> even if it wasn't his phone, it's the middle of the round and my man's not even watching the fight. <laughs> he's looking I'm at where he's... So yeah, that was that infamous fight in which, yeah, which clearly should have lost. But um, we actually voted it robbery of the year, I believe. 
it was, yeah, it we was, did. yeah, I think we, it was one, yeah, one of them. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, going into this fight, um, I was like, I've seen Richard struggle too many times now. I've seen him struggle mm-hmm. too many times, and for him to be the big favorite against a South American fighter who's undefeated, who's long rangy, mm-hmm. and can fight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, from round one, it was all action. And Ponte's hurt him in like the first minute to the body, hurt him badly. Yeah, hurt him earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hurt him badly. And Richard was surviving, but he did survive and he came back strong in the second round and won the second round. Okay. But as the fight went on, they were both landing big shots, but Ponte was comfortable with Richard's power and Ponce was relentless. He was doing most of the action, a lot of the pressing. He was pushing Richard back. And which is a, a stark difference to the Vasquez fight, who Vasquez was just boxing him on the back foot. Boxing and moving, yeah. Boxing and moving and boxing yeah. his head off. Ponce took the fight to Whitson and was beating him up in there on the inside, beating him badly. And that's meant to be Whitson's game. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it comes to the 10th round, I believe. Yes, the 10th round. Yeah. And this is... This round is delivered one of the best moments in boxing that I've seen live anyway. Ponce drops Ritson and Ritson, no, mm. before the 10th, I think it might be the 10th or 11th. Um, viewers, you can correct me if I'm wrong. You could, but before going, going into that round, Ritson's corner told him, we're giving you one more round. You've got to show me something because he's losing every round at this point. Yeah. He's only won mm-hmm. the second in, in my school cards. They've told him, we're giving you one more round. If you don't do anything, we're pulling you out. Goes out for that round. Ponce drops him. Boom, boom, boom. He, he beats the count. He gets up. As he's beating the count, he takes a bit more punishment. He's caught a throw in the towel. Ponce runs off to celebrate. Whitson's complaining. The ref's like, no, 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 no. Fight on, fight on. They get back to action. Ponce drops Whitson again. The ref counts him. He gets up to beat the count. The ref picks up the towel that's still in the ring at this point and throws it out and says, yeah, continue. So he's dropped it. <laughs> I'm so confused. Because <laughs> so, you need to understand what I'm watching. I've seen the towel go in. And I was like, it's over. Then they carry on fighting. I was like, wait, did the towel go in? Did, did the towel not even land in the ring? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe they tried to throw the towel in and it didn't get into the ring. It missed. But now I've seen my man pick up the towel and throw it out of the ring. <laughs> After he's been dropped again, I'm like, the hell's... I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, ref, what's going on? And it's not like it's a close back to back and forth fight. And Richardson's been, been hurt. Richardson's been up. His body's red. He's taken uppercuts. He's, yeah. His corner already told him, we're pulling you out if you don't, we don't see anything. Yeah. Richardson then gets dropped again, third time that round, and the ref finally waves it off. Uh. Yeah, insane ending. Brilliant performance by Ponce. Great heart show by Ritson, I will say that. Okay. But yeah, a, a mad a mad bit of refereeing. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I've yeah. never seen anything like that before, ever. <laughs> all my years watching boxing, many years, I don't recall ever seeing a ref ignore the towel thrown <laughs> by the corner. Yes. <laughs> Let alone ignore it. My man dashed it out. My man picked it up and threw it out. I said, nah, continue. You have to fight on. Do, do you know how deep how wild that sounds? <laughs> but trust me, do you know how crazy that sounds? <laughs> like, okay, let's let's ignore all the, the dark suspicions behind it, uh, the, uh, whatever, yeah. whatever we want to say, 
whether you I'm gonna ignore that because we've criticized boxing too many times. But that is just funny. <laughs> you know, that's it. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. So imagine you tap it out now and the website, no, 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 carry on fighting <laughs> in UFC. <Yeah. laughs> You're getting choked and the website, no, no, keep fighting. Like the corner know the fighter better than everyone else. They talk to the fighter constantly in between rounds. My man was down and hurt. They threw in the towel. He's taken punishment when they threw, threw in the towel yeah. as well. But yeah, it's a bit mad. It's, I- Honestly, bro, I'm putting that to me. That's really, really bad referee. And I question, I, 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 I feel like there have to be some repercussions on his part. And I was looking for interviews if they could, get, if anyone sort of got an interview of the ref, mm. just so I can hear an explanation. Because, like I said, I there was I one. Know. And okay, yeah, there um, was one. Um, there yeah. was there was metro release footage of him in the um, Richards um, changing room after the fight, locker room after the fight, okay, talking yeah, yeah. to the trainer saying. Um, he was going off Ritson's reaction that Ritson seemed fine. That he, it was only to the body that he was hurt. It went to his yeah. head. Okay. So it was like it weren't. Ritson wanted to carry on himself, and he was looking at yeah. Ritson, and Ritson was fine because it was a body shot, not a. His eyes were dazed. He was wobbled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like he's hurt to the body, so he looked at him and felt he was fine. And uh-huh. the rules do say the corner can't end the fight with it. It's the referee's discretion or the doctor's discretion to True. really. So he he's allowed to do that. Um, yeah. But once again, the court, he, he, um, Richardson's trainer is his dad. So obviously yeah. he's he's going to protect his son. And he was saying he didn't recover from the first round body shot. Yeah. And that's why. So they're thinking about his him internally they're, almost. They're, yeah. And they're trying to protect to, yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and I, the reason I also think it was bad for referee on his part was because he, he, went to, he went to stop the fight a few moments later anyways. So it's yeah. like you force them to carry on, but like he hasn't even gone to see the final bell, <laughs> final twelve round bell. You've stopped yeah. it in that pretty much same round, anyways. A few moments later, so what was the point in forcing those extra few blows for him to receive? That's why I would say it was bad referee on that part. Yeah, but obviously it was baffling seeing that element of it because, like I said, I've never seen that before. I think you told me before, you think you told me that you, it has happened before and it's rare. Yes. But stuff stuff like that has happened before in the ring, but it's super mm. super rare. I, I dug into the archives because yeah, <laughs> there's, there's two occasions which I, I found it happened. Um, Michael Ketsidis versus um, Graham Earl, I believe. Okay, um, yeah, I know and, Michael Ketsidis. I don't know Earl, but I know Ketsidis. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I watched. I watched the fight back, and the way it was going is Ketsidis dropped him first round twice, uh-huh. dropped Graham Earl twice in the first round, uh-huh. shaky. Second round comes out, drops him again, uh-huh. and then he gets up, beats the count. Ref says, are you good to continue? He's like, yes. And then just as they're about to re-engage, the towel comes in. So the ref looks at it and is like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, he's good to continue. Yeah. Grabs it, chucks it out. Graham Earl then drops Michael Katsidis. <laughs> drops him. <laughs> and obviously, the crowd's going wild. Everyone's going wild. It's, it's actually... That's, that's, watching that's it back, <laughs> watching <laughs> it back is a classic. And yeah, then, that that's like a wavy fight. The second round, they're going back and forth. Katsidis is on ropes, but then he recovers strong at the end of that round. Then mm. I think he, he he goes on to stop him in like the fifth. So it goes a few rounds before that incident. Yeah. The other incident is Cotto versus Yuri Foreman. And Yuri Foreman was wearing a, a knee brace, remember? And yeah. his knee kept buckling. But he mm. wanted to keep fighting. His knee kept buckling. He wasn't that he was badly hurt. His knee kept buckling. And eventually the towel went in. But the ref was like, 
And the time when the people got in the ring and started, the cameraman got in the ring saying, yeah, fight's over. The ref yeah. kicked everyone out and said, no. He was talking to Yuri. Are you ready? You, you want to continue? You want to continue? And Yuri was like, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. was like, boom. Yeah, let's keep going. Fight's on. Okay. Fight's on. And then I think yeah. like two rounds later, it ended there. So <laughs> those are two occasions where the refs ignored the towel being thrown in. That's crazy though. Wow. Um, the only other situations I've seen that like, the towel being thrown in and the ref not clocking. Yeah. yeah. The ref, ref hasn't realised yeah. it and the fighter takes a couple more blows. It's like, crap, yeah. but that's not his fault, obviously. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's 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 hilarious. That that whole image, that whole sequence there. And as, as obviously you see the still of the ref throwing it out. It's like, it's like, what the hell? Um, uh. Crazy. Um, but yeah, hats off to Ponce. Mm-hmm. He came and did the job on, on Ritson. I, for me, yeah, I question Ritson and whether we'll see him in the ring again, you know. Mm. I, he's still early in his career, but these are two tough losses. I mean, obviously, well, yeah, this is the second loss, I believe. Yeah. But obviously, the last performance, Vasquez was really, really poor. Really, really poor. And having, he's already got that, like you said, that negative self-deprecating mindset already, where he almost degrades himself. I question his heart being in the sport now, currently. So I I, yeah. I, I don't know for him, honestly. Um, obviously, I know... And that's his home crowd. That's, that's what I'm saying. Home that's crowd. what I'm saying. Like, I know Matchroom had high hopes for him. Obviously, those hopes have curtailed now, given his losses and whatnot. But, yeah, like I said, I just question whether his heart is in the sport truly. And we know we're boxing. It's not the type of sport to be playing if your heart's not in it. We know you can get really hurt. Um... So I, I I don't know for him I really don't, but like I said I, I never really checked for him anyways because I didn't really rate him. So <laughs> yeah, he's one because I've I've seen a fight. I, I remember a fight. Uh, it was on a Coley Camacho undercard. I knew, I think he was fighting a Mexican, uh, and he struggled badly then. Uh, and I was I, like, I've mm. never really I've never written Ritson, <laughs> bro. He, he, he's he's got a few good knockouts, but then that's a, like. Um, What's it, British level and stuff? He's, lo- he's a lo- like yeah, that. he's British level, yeah. local champion kind of thing. Mm. And obviously, I, think I don't, I, he's coming I can't. With a see, new look. I don't think he mixes. He doesn't mix at European level. <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, I don't know where he goes, but yeah, I, I question um, his heart. Yeah, it's a tough one. But like I say, the bookies know nothing about boxing because I saw the odds and I was like, yeah, I'm having a bit of this. Yeah, and you, because... you, you back to the pod, <laughs> in it. Yeah, I had to click that. Mayweather's not the only one robbing the banks, huh? <laughs> I was like, the hell? They had him like nine. They had him like nineteen to ten. Fair, to fair. And I was like, no way. If you're saying that for Ponce against a guy who I've seen struggle down every fight, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was nearly over in the first round. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But yeah, which is which is a tough one. I guess maybe someone like a James Tennyson or something, someone like that, because. Just Boy. these British level fights, I think, will be entertaining. Tennyson might smoke him still, you know. I might, I, oh, yeah. I, might leave, I feel I lead towards Tennyson on that one too. I won't lie. <laughs> so, the one Tennyson had a bad loss, so you got badly upset yeah, recently. Very as well. upset. Um, I can't remember who it was, but yeah, he got back very badly upset. But yeah, so maybe, uh, yeah, maybe loser retires, man. Is that what you're saying? Yeah? <laughs> WWE style, <laughs> um, bro. Yeah. Um, it's a shame in front of your home crowds, a tough loss, but he showed yeah. heart in there and um. Yeah, he could have easily folded in the first round, but he stuck mm. in there and kept he kept firing back. Mm. But yeah, he's he's just he just needs to find his level. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, shout out to these we can't even say Mexicans now. Shout out to these Latino fighters just coming <laughs> over and just doing a job on these guys. 
it's great viewing and um, good for bets too. <laughs> <Just off floors. laughs> um, I might as well get out of the way. I mentioned my weather, so I might as well get out of the way now quickly. <laughs> um, <laughs> before we get back to the real boxing. But Mayor Logan Paul, I still haven't watched it. I still haven't seen a single highlight. But you know what? I heard there was a stinker, you know? I heard it was a hug fest. That's what yeah, I heard. I, heard that as I well. saw a lot of people say, oh, I want my money, money back and whatnot. I pay $50 to see someone hug. But then again, even when Mayweather was in his prep when he was fighting, as in not retired, yeah, all those comments on his fights anyways, right? Yeah. Oh, he, he runs around, he hugs, blah, blah. So yeah. I'm not surprised on that one. I um, saw the punch stats and they were nuts. I feel like... like oh, I didn't okay. see those. Well, I think Logan landed 10 punches the whole... <laughs> it was something crazy. Maybe like 10% of his punches landed or something. It's nuts. I saw two clips, yeah, from this fight circulating. Yeah. It was the one where I think it was the end of the first round before, like 10 seconds left. Logan Paul's done some mad flurry. Yeah, I saw that and one, yeah. the, co- the commentators are gassing him. And I said, he's missed every punch. Yeah. Mayweather blocked every yeah. single... He just high guard, just blocked every single one. And then at the end, you just see Logan, like, breathing heavy. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait. And, then, and obviously the second one was the main one that got circulated was the one where they chopped it up. They basically implied that Mayweather's caught Logan with a shot and Logan sort of, I guess, knees are dipped kind of thing. And they've ended, basically, the way they've cut it and the angle, it, they've looked, they've looked, it looks like Mayweather's knocked out Logan mm. and he's holding him up. And obviously the narrative, the joke that they ran with was, the joke they ran with was like, oh yeah, Mayweather knocked him out, but kept him up so that they could see the end of the fight so they can get the full money's worth basically mm. and that was to, just to, to just to debunk that sorry listeners but yeah that even happened yeah. if you watch the full clip Logan Paul didn't lose consciousness once he, he, he just, his knees just dipped he took a shot his knees dipped it happens all the time that was it and then obviously they clinched I don't even think he was hurt. Like when I saw the clip, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was just bands. I thought someone was just running bands. Like ah, oh. but if people were believing it, like ah, oh, Mayweather knocked him out and he kept him up. I was like, no, he did it. He landed a shot. Yeah, and he, they the consen- just- the con- yeah, yeah. Because the consensus for this fight was that um, obviously, if they went to the distance, they get more money. Apparently, oh, right. so the consensus was basically Mayweather let him survive the eight rounds with him so that they, he can get paid the full amount. All right. As opposed to because obviously they were saying that if Mayweather really wanted to knock this kid out. He could, and he probably could, to be honest. If Floyd wanted to really go for it, he probably could. But in their contract, apparently, seeing the full duration guarantees them the biggest bag, apparently. I don't know, but yeah. I, I, I know we need to have the contract, so. But that's the narrative that they ran with, so, well, yeah. From the sounds of it, it Mayweather didn't look good. And look, yeah. some people even say yeah. Logan Paul won the fight. In yeah, the just, just for staying in there with him and not looking too bad, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah people saying, oh, yeah, this and that, that. Logan, and he even said that uh, Logan Paul was better than he thought he was. That he's strong. He's mm. Mayweather's forty four now. You know, you know. <laughs> forty four, and Logan Paul is what? I don't know how old he is. Thirty 26, or whatever. He's twenty six or something. 20, yeah, twenty six. Look at him. He's stacked. He's yeah. a big guy, in shape, prime. Of course, he's going to be strong. <laughs> yeah. right, what, what do you expect? Um, yeah, um, we saw obviously Mayweather's comments afterwards. He's obviously bullish about why he did it. I get why he did it. It's money. And he loves he loves this quote, you know, like all legacy does is you know, all belts do is collect dust and whatnot. And legacy can't feed his kids. Obviously, it's the money, it's the bag. Yeah. Understandable. I get you. Fair enough. Um, I just like I said, I just wish it wasn't him, but it's gonna be him. 
and we're going to see him do this, I'm sure, more more times. He was saying, like, if you don't want to watch it, don't tune in. And obviously, he won't do it. But the fact is, he does it because people still tune in, yep. which is fair enough. People do tune in. Do. Um, I don't know how well it did. I question how well it did because, as we saw, Sky put it up on YouTube literally, like, three hours after it concluded. And if you know Sky and Highlights, the bo- they usually take their time to put the highlights up. So I don't know. That tells me that they're trying to get the YouTube back, maybe because the pay per view didn't do great. But I don't know. But um, but yeah, it's something we're gonna. We, you know, I think I've come to terms, bro, um, bro. That you know, this is something we're gonna see often. These exhibitions and whatnot. It's not. It's not going anywhere, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think Delahoy is actively trying to do that as well, and all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. Um, we'll probably see Mayweather we'll back out again. If you can uh, grab a grab a quick bag, we'll do it. Yeah. If they do a week. But yeah, I think what's what Ruben said last week still rings true, man. Um yeah, one hundred boxing needs to get a rain on what they're doing and provide us the content people want to see. Otherwise, you get this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or boxers going off to other avenues as well, yeah. which is I don't want to spend too long on this Melbourne Melbourne Paul topic. <laughs> I do want to talk about very briefly. Um, I, I want to, ha- you know, throw, throw, uh, shout out Clarissa Shields. Yes, shout out Clarissa Shields. She did, and she also did Amanda yeah. Serrano as well. She oh, also, she, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She also won a because I've been seeing her training MMA and I wasn't yeah, even yeah. clocking. She had an MMA debut as well, one as well. Yep, yep. It's a good day for female boxing. Mm. Um. Two, two of our, you know, our finest, really, yeah, both the, the, I mean, Serrano is great as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Clarissa, I mean, it was tough. Obviously, we had that wonderful sort of breakdown from Ruben last week mm. about how this Brittany Elkin chick is sort of tailor-made for Clarissa in her style. But boy, first two rounds, Clarissa lost. I watched it, I caught up, I watched it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, she had, she was in trouble those first two rounds. Um, got taken down numerous times. She, you know, submission submission holds attempted and whatnot. She was able to get out of it, but boy, it was a rough couple of rides for the first two rounds before she finally, in the third round, sort of settled into her rhythm and was finally able to get Elkin out of there. But yeah, tough learning curve. But I was so happy for her to get that W, and you saw what it meant to her as well. Like she was overjoyed to get the W. Yeah. Um, boy, but it was I, I was you know when. The Elkin chick got her on the ground a couple of times and was trying these arm bars and whatnot. I thought it was like, oh boy, oh boy, this is peak. But yeah, shout out to Chris and man. She she was able to come through it. Definitely. Um I saw a lot of people saying, you know, trying to marginalize the achievement, saying, Oh yeah, she fought against a, a bum basically, and yeah, it was tailor made for her. I get that, yes, it wasn't a strong opponent, but I still think that the what she has done should be celebrated. 100%. Because she stepped into a new arena. Mm-hmm. Completely stepped outside of her comfort zone and gone to a completely different arena, which is completely different. A different ball game. Mm-hmm. And she's come out tops, man. So I, for me, it, I don't care if it was against a, you know, a regular fighter or someone that isn't that good. To do that anyway, to go from boxing to MMA, is no joke. As Ruben broke it down last week, completely different style of training, mm-hmm. different style of explosiveness, five-minute round, you know, it's just different. So... Yeah, man, I'm not trying to hear anything about, oh, yeah, she fought an average joy or whatever. Just, 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 you know, be happy for the achievement for me. Exactly, exactly. I haven't got echo what you're saying because who in their right mind goes into 
a new sport and fights the best immediately. Like it doesn't work like that. If you want to have longevity, exactly. if you want to learn, you fight. Even boxers, their first fights are aren't against and champions. Bombs. Yeah, <laughs> against people with complete loser records. Even this, <laughs> this guy was three and six. That's that's a good record. Well, MMA, that's really good. You <laughs> that's know, a good record. <laughs> Yeah, because you can't be undefeated. Being undefeated in MMA is almost impossible. <laughs> almost impossible. It's not like boxing where, where there's a loads of journeymen that you can just face. MMA and, and you can duck and dodge. Yeah, MMA you can't. You face, you face a good opponent, and three and six is is even better than I expected. I expected there to fight someone who's a, a complete novice. You know, <laughs> boxing level, as in uh, having some a boxing record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. A, a complete no, or a complete novice or someone who's just trash, but. Um, yeah, she done her thing and she won in the end, and it's a learning experience for her. So yeah, congrats mm. to Clarissa Shields and Amanda Serrano yeah. as well because she done her thing. Yeah, as and well. Amanda too. I, now I want to see how well both of them juggle both sports. Yeah, um, I think what we don't want to see is, for example, we don't want to see a dip in Clarissa's boxing now because she's focused on MMA or she's been training MMA. Yeah. I hope she can still keep the boxing level high at the highest levels, yeah. whilst obviously. Being like a dual sport athlete or whatever, but we'll see, we'll see how that pans out. Um, but yeah, happy she got the W. We're seeing a lot of these crossovers because next week we have one as well, you know. You know, um, Addison Silver's and facing Silver and then Chavez, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm not paying that any mind, I won't lie. Yeah, I'll be doing that as well. Addison Silver's finished, <laughs> he's finished done. MMA, so I don't know why he's coming to boxing. And Chavez is a laughing stock, we as you know. So. Yeah, Mexicans, no, don't, Mexicans but, don't even claim him. That's like, <laughs> but from when his own dad has got his head in his hat, that's when you know it's peak. You saw that picture, you saw it. You saw yeah, it, right? I saw it. When he when he pops oh, Jacobs, I, when he quit against Jacobs, isn't it? Shock. He was he's, and his his pops had his head in his hands, like shaking his head. Like, nah, I man. Couldn't believe it. Chavez is a laughing stock, man. We're not paying him any mind to him. He's not a serious guy. But if yeah. we if it were, nice segue, because you want to talk about serious boxers. Obviously, our boy Shakur Stevenson was in action last night. Mm. He came with, with a routine W. Um, and when I say routine, I mean routine. Um, yeah. This Nakafila guy offered nothing, absolutely nothing. Um, I, it was as, as we called it, as expected, really. Um, he didn't offer any problems. Um, boy, the, the punch stats are ridiculous. <laughs> I saw yeah. that. I think Shakur landed 114. And Nakafio, you landed 28. <laughs> sort of just <laughs> wide. Um, yeah, it was just a regular, a standard performance from Shakur. Controlled the distance, controlled the range, was sharper, quicker, counter shots, all of that, which we're used to seeing from him. Um, yeah. He dropped him in the fourth with a good counter shot. And yes. I think he then tried to finish the job and he wasn't able to get him out of there. Um, and then, yeah, he just set onto his rhythm of sort of, you know, he's very difficult to hit Shakur, very good defensively. Yeah, he's very defensive-minded. Yeah, of hit and not get hit. And, you know, just picking him off with single shots, a couple of combos here and there and getting out of there. And that was the rest of the fight, really. Um, yeah, like I feel he was too limited, um, as we thought so. But one thing I did notice, I did see a lot of, a lot of, he was he caught a lot of flack, Shakur. Uh, a lot of people were saying, yeah, absolutely killing him. And obviously, this is someone that's almost a darling, I guess, a media darling. They like their aim over there, but people were saying, obviously, boring, sleep fest, snooze fest, put me to sleep, etc., etc. And I think the criticism was, I guess, they're saying basically that they felt that Shakur, because he's a bit defensively minded, they felt like he should have pressed to try and get Nakafida out there, because obviously he knew from early he was a lot better than his opponent. 
yeah. to try and press, to try and get him out. He dropped him in the fourth. Why didn't he go and finish the job? Um, I think that's the main sort of source of, um, of, of vitriol, basically, from people towards him. Yeah. Um, for you, do you feel like these type of opponents, this is where you sort of flex and show that you're a killer in there? Or do you feel like Shakur should just be what he is? If he's naturally defensively minded, that's what he is. That's, that's what you just accept it. It's a techie one because even the commentary, um, Tim Bradley, Andre Ward, yeah, yeah. Pest, really, they, they, they were on Tim. They were on to Shakira. They were saying... Yeah, I heard it, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, even when the, these these are guys who are supporting him and they're slightly disappointed. I feel like he weren't letting his hands go enough almost. Um, he was landing the pot shots. They look good, but against a lesser opponent who's not even doing much to trouble you, uh, you've got to be making a statement. This is his debut on Sky Sports, for example, for us anyway. Um, yeah. So this is a new partnership they've developed. You want to almost shine. You almost, He said he said he weren't feeling well or whatnot. He, yeah. he apologised. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've never thought of him. He's got a few good knockouts, but I've never thought of him as someone who's offensively... As a knockout. Yeah, he's got bags, bags of power. He's going to stop people. He's going to box people and he's going to be evasive. He's not just uh. going to be come forwards. He's he's, de- he's certainly hit and not get hit. So we've got to appreciate him for that. But he's going to get this tag. There's a tag that comes with that. Um, should he change his style up? Maybe not. But um, against these guys, maybe, yeah, go for it more, maybe. Go for yeah, it more. I, th- but, I think, I, I, for me, I understand being defensively minded. I've got an issue with it, hit and not get hit. I just feel like if you're against a guy who's who's limited and you can see your levels above and a lot better than um and maybe I don't know, maybe he was worried because Nakafi does have quite a big knockout record compared to yeah. him anyways. Maybe that was what he was worried about. But if maybe he felt the power of, at one point. Yeah, I think he did feel for the power. Um so I feel like maybe that's what deterred him a little bit. But if you're against a guy that yeah, maybe hasn't even got power and you're a lot better than and whatever. I think that should be your time to flex and that really make a statement in that sense. Um, but he's young, so I, don't know, I feel like he's still got time to sort of develop that. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm, like I said, I've got no issue with defensive fighters. I, I'm here to see skills, I guess, and he's got bags of them, so I'm, I'm, I'm not beefing. But I just know, I do know that that tag, like you said, will hurt him in the long run in terms of putting bums on seats. First of all, if they want to turn into a pay per view star, difficult. And also, there's also the tag within boxing when with your peers. If you're defensively minded, let's say you're tricky, then you're going to get that tag of being avoided because they're like, oh, no, he's tricky. Obviously, he's not a high-reward fight anyways, and he's tricky, slick, and blah, blah. Oh, let's duck him. Let's dodge him because it's just a fight that's just too tricky for us, basically. And I, I want him to be getting the best fight in it. So, yeah, um, there's that tag yeah. as well. It's a, it's a difficult one for him. But um, yeah, like you say, he's young. And once again, like, I mean, boxing is cool because let's say he goes out there and gays and got stopped. Hype trained the world. He's got out yeah. there and boxed. They say, hype train. <laughs> like, yeah. just got to go about your business. Ignore ignore what people are saying or what people are demanding and do what you do best. Exactly. And for um, him, that's boxing. Yeah. Um, obviously, they talked about what next. I think he said his preference would be Oscar Valdez. That's the preference, but obviously Heron was in attendance. He said, if Heron wants that work, he can give Heron that work. Um, 
Herring, the interview Herring afterwards, he said that he's not worried about Shakur. He wasn't impressed by him. If he, he, he Herring himself also said he wants to ask Oscar Valdez, but if Shakur is right where it's at, he will happily give Shakur a chance. So it seems that Herring wants to stick around, I guess. Mm. Um, so yeah, maybe in the future we might be seeing one of those two sort of get it on. Um, either Herring or Valdez. We'll see. Yeah, I think, I'm sure I heard something about Herring and Stevenson um, having some arrangement or something. Oh, really? Okay, I, I didn't catch that one. I can't remember. Um, that yeah, that, that that fight might be next. The Heron Stevenson okay. one might be next. Yeah. Um, I mean, top rank. So it makes they're both top rank, not yeah, yeah. It makes sense as that one being super easy to make. So it is yeah. Valdez. Is Valdez the zone? Um, I guess so. He's with Golden Boy, no? Yeah. So he's yeah. So he's the yeah. Zone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, the, well, it the train marches on regardless for Shakur. Like I said, we tipped big things for him. We'll probably get him, you'll probably see him out again um, to, by the end of the year, I suspect. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what's next for him. But that's a supremely talented kid. Super, super talented guy. And, uh, yeah, I think he's going straight to the top if he carries on how he is. Yeah, he's gonna be, be very tough to beat, man. Very, very I, tough to beat. I can't, I can't remember the sort of what the source I heard say, okay. said, but um, if it comes to me, I'll, 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 okay. I'll, I'll drop you. Cool, cool, cool. Let's move on. Let's um, let's um, let's talk about what's 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 going on next week. It's coming week in terms of fights. Quite a few fights uh, to sink our teeth into. Um, not major fights, but the major boxes are sort of const- are sort of involved in them. Uh, first up, I guess we'll talk about yeah, Jamal, Jamal Charlo. So, Mal, that's the older Charlo brother mm. or the bigger Charlo brother. He's he's defending his title against uh, Montiel, Montiel? yeah, Montiel, Montiel, oh, Montiel. Macias Montiel. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, um, he's well, I've checked his record out, I checked his, out his resume. I guess this is just a mandatory defense, you know, PBC defend him to Charlo just to keep him taking him over. This should, should be a routine win for Charlo. Um, don't see any issues coming from this guy personally. Um, I don't really know much about him either. So, yeah. If I'm going off Charlo's last, last, Charlo's last performance with, with, um, with Dovachenko, right? Um, was, yes, yes, it was. Yeah, which was highly impressive. Mm. He really, really beat Dovachenko, who's a very good boxer. Gave Triple G hell, as we know. Um, so, if we're going to see that Charlo... It could be a short night for this uh, Montiel guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully we see that Charlo and not the Charlo that sort of struggled against Korobov, for example. Um, yeah, man, yeah. this there's not much to say on this one, really. It's just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just see that. Just see yeah, that again. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not who we want to. We know who we want to see Charlo against. Yeah, um, a few people. A few people in his division currently. I mean, Triple G's in his division currently. Um, Andre just lurking about, love to see him against him. Mm. Um, yeah, obviously Canelo, not, I don't think that's on the radar right now. Obviously, we know what Canelo's on. But down the line, I'd love, I'd love to see that as well. Um, so, yeah, I hopefully, I don't know. I don't, like I said, PBC can't keep feeding him. He's got, he's got to now fight someone credible, surely. So, hopefully, maybe. Even Eubank Jr., if he has to, I'll, I'll see that. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, man. Um, hopefully, after this fight, after this, after this is done, we see Charlo against. Hopefully, maybe Triple G. Maybe I mean I doubt it, but I'd I'd like to see it. Yeah. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Um. Anyway, yes, in a way, but against Michael Dasmarinas, a Filipino fighter, once again, similar to the charge situation. I think it's just a mandatory defense opponent. Um, shouldn't give him too much trouble, isn't really like a said a couple of losses, the opponent, but he isn't like someone that should cause in a way much trouble. Good, it's good to see in a way back. We know he's a super exciting fighter, gets bums on seats. You're guaranteed to see at least a knockdown in this fight. So, <laughs> yeah, so happy to happy, happy to see that. Um, yeah, that should be a cool fight. He's he's yeah. always an exciting fight, isn't he? So, um, yeah, let's talk about Tiafimo and, and Cambosis Jr. Yeah, fight is finally here. Obviously, we've known about this for a long time. Well, since he won, since since he beat Lomachenko, right? Yeah, we saw Cambosis in action, and we, remember, I remember me, we were quite impressed by him. Yeah, was it, was, it Lee, was it Lee Selby he beat? Yeah, it was, he smokes Lee Selby. Yeah, and we were obviously that was our first time seeing him. Um, I think we both said, Yeah, he's good, but he's not going to beat TFT. <laughs> yeah, so it's a shame, but yeah. But, um, I don't know, um, just judging the way he approached that Selby fight, how focused he was and how determined and how aggressive he was, I think he would try and stick it on TFEMO, you know. Yeah, he'll come to fight. I think he, he definitely he will walk forward, he will try, he will try and make it rough, we'll try and turn it into a scrap. And obviously, I expect Tiafimo to sort of navigate his way through that, but mm. it would make for great viewing, I think. Yeah, I think oh, what, 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 what are your thoughts? On, okay, you agree as well, yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be a good fight. I just think um, Tiafimo will probably probably get him out of there, you know, um, just because Tiafimo's got he, he can bang, he can bang that size and power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's got that power that could deter you for make you think twice almost um, because when you, when he does fight. He does. He can be hit to your femur. He can get caught. Yeah. And we said we said this before that all these guys yeah, have vulnerabilities. Yeah. But um, yeah. there's there's the difference maker between all of them between the rest of the division. Yeah. He's got the skill and the power as well. Um, yeah. I think exactly. he'll find a way to almost set the high out of um, Cambosis Jr. Oh, Cambosis. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. I have all the fights I've just mentioned now. I think that's the pick one. Pick of the ones for me. Yeah. Definitely. That's, um. Cambosian, he's undefeated, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, this should be a great fight. This should be a really, really good fight. I hope Cambosian does come to fight. And Tiafimo is not looking. I hope he's not looking past Cambosis Jr. Mm. So that's a mistake you could make. Yeah. You know, obviously, who he's been calling out and what he's potentially looking to set up. So I just hope that he's taking this camp seriously, taking taking Cambosis seriously as well. Mm. And boom, we can have a good fight and then we can see what we want to see. Which is hopefully Devin Haney or whoever. You know, we know who we want to see in that, yeah. in, that, in, that in that division. It's just um, a big jump for Cambosis Jr. as well, to be fair. Yeah, like, from Selby to, to, to um obviously, I mean, you've got to beat what's in front of you, right? But yeah, we know we've spoken about jumps before. Yeah. For certain fighters. Look at Craig Richards, right? He's gone from Pitters to Bivol. So um I get what you mean. Um yeah, obviously, if you're good enough, you're good enough, right? But see, we we already know Tfimo is that. Yeah, he's him. He's that guy. We've seen it. So he's beat Lomachenko for quite a loud, which is yeah. which is nuts in itself. So yeah, it's, it's a tough ask for Cambosis for sure. But I'm sure he's going to give it his best effort. Um, 
yeah, like I said, hopefully Tiafimo is in great shape. You know, this fight's on Triller, you know, because obviously you know yeah. they won. Um, obviously they 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 delved into the boxing game now, and yeah. came with a big, 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 and they won this one. Um, so that's something to look out for. I'm intrigued to see what the presentation is like over there, the commentary team and all of that. I'm intrigued to see who they have and um, work working that fight. Interestingly, as well, um, Tiafimo signed a new deal with Top Rank. Oh, yeah, I think mm. I saw today he signed a new deal with Top Rank. Um, so I think his purses, his base purses go up now. So he's okay, yeah, he's negotiated a better deal. So mm. I guess that's part part to play with what Trillive pumps out for this fight because obviously, yeah, they won the purse bids. So, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's a win win for him. Yeah, he's getting that trillion money, they're paying him very well, well with this one, mm-hmm. and it forced, I guess, Top Rank to actually give him the bag as well. So, yeah. Um, I mean that's a nice that's nice for Bob because obviously yeah, he's his house over there is on fire kind of as of late. <laughs> so it's I guess it's obviously yeah we, I still I still don't know what one with um, Crawford I really don't. Oh, but, boy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Tiafimo is yeah potentially a star as well in the making right. So I just hope that it goes well for him and Bob does right by Tiafimo <laughs> and turns him into somewhat you know a star which he should be. Well, given his profile. How he conducts himself, his charisma. Um, we should be seeing, yeah, him everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we should. Well, yeah, <laughs> Bob. Every time I hear think about Bob, yeah, I crack up. That is funny, man. <laughs> Uncle Bob, man. Yeah, man. Once again, I just hope Crawford's okay somewhere. I just hope Crawford's alright. <laughs> I really do. Um, just quickly, actually, I just wanna. I don't know if you saw. Um, Povetkin, Alexander Povetkin announced his retirement today. Yes. Um, I think something we expected, um, especially after the after after his last performance against Devin White. Um, what a career, man. Yep. What what a career. Um would you Hall of Fame worthy career? Down the line eventually. Uh, he never won a world championship, did he? He, he did. Never, where? No, I, I, he won a regular. He never won a. Uh, I don't count those regulars. He never. But well, you know they will say that's a world title, right? <laughs> yeah, they will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I know what you mean, though. He didn't win a full world title, but obviously gold medals. Um, campaigning for such a long time. Maybe not a first ballot Hall of Famer, but eventually he could make his way in there. But he's had a wonderful career. Full stop. Amateur and pro. Yeah. Very very good boxer. Great um, resume. Great resume, great knockout reel. <laughs> oh yeah, one of the best. Yeah. yeah, one of the best knockout reel. Yeah, good, just a top top boxer for for a long time. Um, mm. Yeah, um, hats off to Povetkin. Um, for sure, everyone yeah, I, as well, Did, someone yeah. who didn't duck. Yeah, I, I think this is a good example of someone retiring when the time is right. Yeah, but we, we, we don't like seeing we don't see boxers go past their prime and they're still in there for ages, and it's just not nice to see. Um, obviously, yeah, we saw the difference from his performance against White in the first fight, or even fights before that, and the second fight where he looked from the first punch, he had no resistance, just comp- a complete change. Mm-hmm. It, obviously, I know he had a really tough, tough battle with, co- with COVID. He had a long COVID, kept him up for a while. Apparently, he only, like, he only had 25% of his lungs. That's what his camp said. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it seems to me this is the perfect time for him to retire. 
I don't, I, mean, I don't understand Russian, but from what I can tell, he's not slurring his words. <laughs> um, so yeah, it looks like he's, you know, he's got his faculties in there in check. So yeah, man, go enjoy retirement. There's nothing left for him to do. No one left for him to fight, really. Yeah, man, go go enjoy your life. And yeah. I'm sure he's made a lot of money with Hearn. So mm. off those two white fights, he was a lot. Of, he would have got the bag. So he got, he's gone out with the bag. And he's got AJ. He got he got the AJ bag. AJ lottery as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's that's a good career, man. That's a good yeah, uh, I hope he retires and he's, he's, his pockets are nice. His family's is is all good. Yeah, um, great, great servant to the sport. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, is there anything else you want to add before? Um, before, before I think we've, we've I, covered before, everything. We've covered everything. Yeah, yeah. I think we've yeah, covered man, quite been, a bit there. Quite, quite, quite a bit to cover. Yeah, but we we got for it. Um, yeah, Cambosis. Tiafimo, that's the fight of that's my pick of the fights for next week. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm really looking forward to. That should be a good one. Um, but yeah, let's call it a day there. Uh, once again, I want to shout out to Chris Shields and Amanda Serrano doing yeah. big things. The ladies are always always setting pace, bro. What could we say? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this has been episode 42 of the Strategies and Podcasts. Once again, I've been your boy Camp. I'm your boy Flows. And make sure you check us out on all the streaming platforms. Peace.